Welcome to the Mama Love Podcast. This is episode 46. I'm Annie Love and it is so lovely to be back with you after a wee little unexpected break in the podcasting schedule. In episode 45, I recorded a conversation around overwhelm with a focus on the type of overwhelm that comes from feeling busy and frazzled and stressed and not feeling like you have enough time to do everything that's on the to-do list. Right on cue, the universe tapped me on the shoulder with a, hey, this isn't the only version of overwhelm you can feel, and then swiftly delivered me a big old hefty dose of emotion and grief and loss and that type of overwhelm. So today I just wanted to talk about what happens when you feel overwhelmed by emotion and grief and what we can do to work through it. Welcome to the Mama Love podcast. My name is Annie Love and I'm a mum, a wife, a life coach, creative spirit and all-round positive thinker. Our parenting journey has been, well, a bit of a roller coaster, and I've learned the hard way how to navigate through some pretty tumultuous times. This podcast is about finding joy, even in the midst of darkness, and believing that we can find light on the other side, even if the landscape is different to how we expected it to look. We're going to share stories and conversations along the way and talk about how we create our best life, even when things feel hard. Thank you for being here. In all transparency, it has been a pretty tough month or so for me personally, but I know I'm not alone. I actually, I heard an astrologer talking the other day about what a heavy month it had been, and I totally am feeling that big, heavy energy. It seems to be around in spades at the moment in general, uh, with lockdowns in various states. And right now, as I'm recording, Queensland's in lockdown this week. Um, And there's just been a general uh, collective questioning, I think, of lockdowns and statistics around the necessity of that and vaccinations and in general kind of a lot of division amongst the community and we see that a lot in social media as people debate the necessity of all of these different things. And whatever side you fall on, whatever your opinions are, it can really feel hard to have all of those conversations aired publicly and to feel like people are divided over these topics. But the type of overwhelm that comes from feeling really overwhelmed by emotion and grief and loss can be caused by anything, right? So this human experience that we are part of can be really messy sometimes. It's certainly not a linear experience. So I guess I want to start by saying whatever you feel has been the cause of your overwhelm, the first step is really to not judge it or compare it. You know, we can tend to fall into that oh, I shouldn't be feeling this way because other people are going through so much worse. But I just wanted to remind you that your pain isn't any less important or has less of an impact because of what somebody else is going through. It is really okay to feel how you feel. 
For me, feeling overwhelmed in an emotional sense has looked like being very emotional, (laughs) funnily enough. Lots of tears, a lot and lot and lot of tears. Um, Not really feeling like eating, not sleeping well overnight and therefore being pretty tired most of the time. Feeling quite anxious, having that just general knot of anxiety in my belly most of the time and not really motivated to do much. So not feeling particularly productive on a work front, on a cooking front, on a looking after the household kind of front. And I think there was also in this experience of overwhelm for me quite a lot of fear. And I mentioned in a recent Instagram post that one particular morning where I was feeling this way, I walked into my study and there was a quote on a card sitting on my desk. And it's not one that is normally sitting on my desk, but somehow it appeared. And the quote said, let your faith be bigger than your fear. And I really needed to receive that message. It made me realise that I'd been clinging really tightly, white-uckling everything I could possibly control because I was feeling so out of control. I was feeling so overwhelmed by all of these different emotions. I was feeling that I just needed to control what I could control. And when we grip things in fear, we don't allow the space for us to work through that emotion. So it was a gentle reminder from the universe that I really needed to release some of that fear, to have faith, to surrender, and to look at what I was going through through a lens of love rather than fear. So I just wanted to talk through some of the things that have helped me over the past month or so in particular when I've been feeling really overwhelmed by emotion and grief. Number one is giving myself permission to feel all the feelings. Now, I am generally pretty guilty of keeping my emotions contained. I've talked about that in a previous episode. I don't really love you know, crying in front of other people and and feeling like I'm losing control. But I am learning. It's taken me 43 years, but I am really learning that it's far better to let the feelings flow through me rather than trying to keep it all bottled in. Emotion is energy in motion. So how can we allow those feelings to flow through us and and again this is not a linear experience this is not a, a one and done feel the feelings and move straight on this is being open to that emotion flowing as it needs to and sometimes you know we might feel in the depths of sadness we might be feeling and letting all the tears flow And other times we might be feeling okay. And other times we might be feeling happy again. 
but it's just allowing the rhythm of those emotions to flow through when they need to rather than keeping it all in that in that grip of fear number 2 is calling in the village Again, I am probably guilty at trying to keep all my emotions contained and therefore not always very good at sharing them with others. However, I knew that this time I actually couldn't carry it all alone and so I have reached out to my village so that they understand where I'm at at the moment and that has really helped. And, you know, in this particular case, it's been a matter of talking through with my family members, my siblings mostly, and allowing other people to see where you're at and how you're feeling, it it can be really vulnerable. It can be hard sometimes to let people know where you're at. And that doesn't mean to say that you need saving, that you need someone to come in and swoop in and take over and help in that capacity. But when we tell people where we're at, it allows them the opportunity to to hold space for us, to check in with us, to know that, you know, if you're not responding, then, then there's probably a reason for that and they know that they just need to allow you some space. Number three is that I've tried to do more of the things that keep me grounded. And I know I talk about this a bit. I always come back to the most simple practice of doing deep, intentional breathing. In the middle of the night and I'm having trouble sleeping, I will take some deep breaths. It allows our nervous system just to slow down. I've also been doubling down on the things that I know nourish my spirit, like journaling, meditation, loads of meditation, (laughs) sometimes multiple times a day. It just really calms my spirit. I know meditation isn't for everyone. I'm on a bit of a bandwagon because I just know how much of an impact it has made in my life. Journaling is great because it gets all of those thoughts and feelings out of my head and onto paper and allows me to have a little bit more headspace. I've also been drinking lots of water and trying to eat more nourishing and nurturing foods. Time in nature is also really good. Uh, We actually went away camping for a few days, disconnected from devices, and it was so, so lovely to spend that time together out in nature with very few people around, sitting by the campfire, exploring the bush and the creek. Number four is moving my body. Now, often when we are feeling quite overwhelmed by emotion, it's the time where you don't really feel like it. You know, it's the time where you want to crawl into bed and binge watch Netflix, which is totally okay and there is a time and a place for that. But I know that moving my body through yoga or Pilates or going for a walk is so beneficial for me and it really lifts my spirits. 
I had a moment the other day where I was feeling really angry, actually. I was feeling a little bit ragey in the middle of the day with a few things that was going on. And so I just took myself out for a 20-minute walk. My dog always loves when I get that leash out. He gets very excited. And I actually popped in a meditation into my AirPods as I was walking and came back and felt just so much more calm having taken that time out. Number five is knowing where I need more support and I need to look externally for that support. And for me, I've been seeking support from other service providers, so I have gone back to seeing my counsellor again. Um, I haven't actually seen her for the last couple of years and that's been really good, a lifeline for me just to touch base, to allow me to talk through some of the stuff that's going on. I've had Reiki and sound healing treatment with my beautiful friend Kim at Pure Presence. I've had a past life healing session with my friend Kylie from Wilding Feminine Co. I have received beautiful flower essences and tissue salts from my friend Tracy at Silverdale Holistic Therapy. Now, clearly I am throwing everything I can at my self-care at the moment to get me through this harder season. And I know that I'm coming from a place of privilege when I say that I'm accessing these resources. And I know that not everybody has the capacity or the finances to be able to do that. But I would encourage you to see what resources are available to you, whether they're at a cost or not, um, to look beyond what you have capacity for and see who else can support you. And number six is gratitude. Now, it's a pretty ingrained practice for me to consistently be looking at what's happening in my life, consider what I can learn from it and what I'm grateful for. There's a theory that fear and gratitude cannot coexist. And I know that when I'm feeling most fearful, it's often when I'm like jumping ahead of myself in my head and worrying about things in the future that haven't even happened yet that might not ever happen. Gratitude brings me back to the present to remember what I'm grateful for in this day, in this hour, maybe just in this very moment. It helps shift my brain into being thankful for what I have rather than worrying what might be ahead. So a gratitude practice can look different for everybody, of course, but you know, maybe it's writing a list in your journal about everything that you're grateful for today. Maybe it's just thinking about three things that you're grateful for before you go to bed each night. Or maybe it's just thinking about one thing and writing down one thing that you're grateful for when you wake up before you even put your feet on the ground in the morning. So just to wrap up, here are all the things that I have found helpful for me in a harder season when I felt really quite overwhelmed by emotion. Number one is giving myself permission to feel all the feelings and let them flow through me. Number two is calling in the village. Who have I got in my life to hold space for me? Number three is trying to do more of the things that keep me grounded 
So breathing, journaling, meditation are always my top three. Number four is moving my body, getting out, going for a walk, doing some Pilates or yoga at home. Number five is knowing where I need more support and accessing some external services like a therapist, a naturopath, a healer of some sort. And number six is gratitude. What can I be grateful for in this moment? My beautiful friend Natalie roberts Mazeo did a live video on Instagram recently where she talked about changing the term self-care to self-honouring and I really love that. This practice of honouring ourselves is going to look different for everyone but it's really important in these moments where we're feeling quite overwhelmed to come back to how we can honour ourselves. And looking through what's happening in our lives with a lens of love rather than fear. So what do you find most helpful when you're feeling overwhelmed by emotion? I'd love you to jump on over to the Mama Love Facebook group and tell me what works best for you. The link to the group is in the show notes. And if nothing else, I hope today's episode has made you feel less alone if you are going through a bit of a hard time at the moment too. Sometimes we can feel as though everyone else in the world is swimming along, completely has their lives together and we're the only ones who are struggling and wondering maybe what are we doing wrong? So I just want to remind you, you're not doing anything wrong. You are just living a human experience. You are not alone Just another little reminder that if you are feeling overwhelmed of any sort, I would love to extend an invitation to you to chat through some strategies on a free 15-minute call. So if you want to take advantage of that offer, please go and click on the link in the show notes or if you go to my website at mamalove.com, on the top right of the banner on my website, it says value call. So click on that and book it in and I would absolutely love to chat to you. Thank you so much for being here, for being part of my village. I appreciate you and I will talk to you soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Mama Love podcast. I am so grateful to have you here. If you love the show, I'd be honoured if you could hit subscribe. Perhaps you'd like to hire me as your very own coach, cheerleader and support crew. You can find out more about my coaching services over at mamalove.com forward slash coaching. That's M-U-M-M-A-L-O-V-E dot com forward slash coaching. Or just come and chat to me on Instagram or Facebook at mamalove. Talk to you soon.